everybody, good morning, and welcome to Project Walkabout. I am your host, Becca the Sneaky Hobbit, and I've got a pretty interesting episode for you guys today. I have the virtual review corner I have done in ages, so I'm kind of excited about that. And I also have a response to one of my favorite books, or a couple of the themes in that book. So let's just get right to it, guys. Okay, so my review corner is on a musician who got his start on YouTube, but I would definitely say from the way that things appear online right now for him, it seems like his career has definitely taken a turn into like him doing a lot more like regular albums, like studio albums, a lot more tours and things of that nature. His name is Sunga Jung. That's S-U-N-G- H-A, and then Jung, J-U-N-G. Cute little Korean kid. He's, I think, like, 16 or 17? Editing Becca here. I looked it up, and apparently he turns 19 next month. And I feel old. Thank you very much. And if you like the acoustic guitar... Please, in the name of all that is holy, go check him out. He is amazing. Uh, I am actually not typically one to be all about instrumental music. um, Or rather, instrumental only, I guess. For me to listen to instrumental music, it has to be, like, really, really good. If it's just the instruments. Um... I mean, I will, don't get it twisted, but it has to be, like, really good for me to really enjoy it, and it just be the instruments. I came across him, I think, in 2011? Fall 2011? One morning, I just, for some reason, I was just puttering around online and got it in my head that I wanted to find a solid cover of... Moon River, which is played in Breakfast at Tiffany's, which is one of my favorite movies. I love Breakfast at Tiffany's. I love pretty much anything with Audrey Hepburn in it. So I'm trying to find a decent cover, and if you've ever looked on YouTube for a cover of a song so many people have done, like that one, you will understand the frustration. You will come across, like, literally hundreds, and... Everyone that you listen to, except for maybe one or two total out of, like, a dozen or two you choose to listen to, will be lacking, at the very least, if not terrible. I found his cover of Moon River and totally fell in love with it. It was amazing. From there, I mean, I started kind of realizing, oh, this kid is a thing. I mean, his popularity did go up after that time, but... I started kind of, like, looking around a little bit, and I was like, okay, this adorable little Korean kid, he's, like, a thing. He actually has, like, you know, albums, he's actually touring, stuff like that. Not here in America much, obviously, but still, you get where I'm going with this. So please go check him out. I think he has, like, a regular website, uh, just like sungajung.com. His YouTube is jwcfree. So, check him out on there. He's got hundreds of songs. It's beautiful. He also, on his website, I guess, he has, like, 
at least three or four studio albums out. I, I actually lean toward maybe more, if anything, not less. Okay, so, as I said, gonna do a response mainly to the themes of one of my favorite books, and that book is Paper Towns by John Green. It is one of the small handful of books I have read, not just once or twice, but three or more times. I've read this one three times, and I feel like I catch a lot more things in it every time, because there's just so immensely much to sink your teeth into in this book. It's beautiful. There's so much there. Uh, And so I am going to try to keep this relatively brief. Uh, There's actually a lot of themes and a lot of things you could talk about with the characters and all that. I mean, even within the themes, there's a lot I'm not going to talk about. But I'm going to just kind of respond, really, to two of the themes that are the most prevalent. And that I would also mention... I watched the Vlogbrothers on YouTube, which John Green is one of the Vlogbrothers as well. So the themes I'm going to discuss today are also ones he's talked about the most in the videos, not just in Paper Towns. So I kind of want to mostly respond to the themes. Okay, so the first theme is just simply how dangerous it can be to imagine someone as more than human or less than human. That one definitely struck deep for me because I definitely, definitely have a lot of experience on both ends on that one. I've definitely caught myself, you know, idealizing someone and idolizing someone into something they're not. They're just not because they're just a human being. And... A lot of times, the, you know, a lot of the danger in there is, like, a lot of times when you find out they're human, that they're just human, and then you fault them for that, well, then you turn them into something less than human. Then you're just like, oh, God, this monster, you know. And, I mean, sometimes it doesn't even necessarily take doing that. That's just been my own experience of, that tends to be when I start to kind of start seeing somebody as as a monster or less than human or whatever is typically when I feel let down by them because I feel like they have let me down because they were not this superhuman thing I made them out to be. Other theme that I kind of found interesting was how that your response to person, your view of a person, or a a thing as it may turn out, you know, a lot of your thoughts and views on that say a lot more about you than it does the thing. Like, he talks about how that there's many different Margos for each one of the characters, for they view her so differently. But it said more about the characters envisioning her than it did about Margot herself. I've definitely seen that ring true for myself, actually in Paper Towns even. This is one of the few books I have read in a spread out way. Let me explain. I read Paper Towns the first time when I was in my senior year of college. I guess I was 
I guess it was something like 2009, and I read it for a class, and I loved it. I could barely put it down. I kept telling my family, oh my god, I love this book so much. It's so exciting. It's so enriching. It's really beautiful and really great. I can't wait to find out what happens. I read it again after I got into the Vlogbrothers and read Fault in Our Stars, and so that would be... I read it again in maybe 2012 or 13, like early, in maybe 2013. And then I read it again recently because, as any of you nerd fighters out there know, the Paper Towns movie came out last month. So I reread it at the beginning of the summer for that. And I remember as I was finishing it, just sitting there and thinking. God, this book is so different every time I read it. It's such a different book every time I read it. And then it occurred, something occurred to me that was really profound. I realized this book is the same words in the same order. It was the same words in the same order in 2009. It was the same words in the same order in 2013. It was the same words in the same order the time I thought this earlier this year. Okay? The book didn't change. Not a bit. I did. It was just a reflection of how much I had grown between each time of reading it and where I was at in my life each time of reading it. But essentially, my response said a lot more about me than it did about the book itself. So it was kind of one of those, I don't know, self-actualizing things in the book is, you know, the book was also the one that kind of made me think about that complexly. Anyway, but yeah, that's my response to Paper Towns, and I do realize that my response to Paper Towns says a lot more about me than it does Paper Towns, which is one reason I called it a response, not like a review, etc. Before I go, I do have a message uh, for anybody starting back to school who is terrified to go back to school because they get bullied at school. Hang in there. I know that it's tough. I've been there. I've done that. And I know that you have people telling you, oh, it gets better. And that's not going to keep me from telling you that it's going to get better. But I know it doesn't really help when people say that. It doesn't change anything. It doesn't make things get better now. Like, no matter how much better things will be later, you know, I realize that doesn't change how bad things suck for you right now. All I can say is, I promise you, just stay strong. You're awesome, and you're strong. Hang in there. Keep being tough. Okay, guys. That is the episode for this week. If you have any questions, suggestions, or otherwise, hit me up on Twitter, at Sneaky Hobbit. In the meantime, I will see you next week.